ghouls. Son of a bitch. What are you talking about? Yeah, now? funny little green ghouls. Go what? Like in movies and cartoons? What are oh, green ghouls, buddy? Don't write ghouls. I'm not! I heard it sounded like the other day when I threw up blood. Was it? You threw up blood? Yeah, it was weird. I don't know if I threw up blood or recording, and this is our podcast. I'm leaving in the part where you're talking about throwing up blood. When you said, I'll deal with that later, I was like, I think they're going to keep that. Yeah. Yeah, I did that. What how sad this deal is. I mean... <laughs> It looks lazy. <laughs> yeah, you know, just lazy, lazy river dill. This one's so in the glass, you can't even tell. It's nice. Did you try it yet? It's like moss. I did, but I can't figure it out. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Area 215. Hey, it's us. It's Sam Hot Vodka. Bobby the Two-Inch Punisher. And talk we, a, you do the thing. We have a bunch of people in the room. <laughs> oh, we do. But we talk about paranormal and weird shit in and around the Philly area, and then we drink cocktails about it. Yeah. That was the worst thing that we've ever done. That was a really bad intro, but hi, there's people in the room. (laughs) There's people in the room. There's people in every room if you think about it. Ghosts exist. Did I say that thing where it was like someone coughing and they're like, that's a ghost dick. (laughs) That's when you choke on spit. No, Johnny sent it to me. Yeah, I love that. That makes me really happy. Uh, yeah, so that's one of the people. So we got Johnny Cancer in the room. That's a person. Hello. What what do you want your, your name to be? All right, we got Julian. <laughs> you need with the knees, Julian with the knees. Julian with here. the knees. Hey, <laughs> Julian with the knees. No one has one name in this in this joint. Yeah, yeah. You can't just. It's you're not Cher, dude. What? <laughs> you? Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> uh, okay, so you want to talk about the drink, I guess, real quick, or do you want to tell them what we're talking about? So we're going to talk about the Erie Cemetery and weird shit going on in the Erie Cemetery. Yeah. But and- I'm not going to get into specifics. Oh, we're going no. to do like a rollout. Okay, so I can't say the thing that I want. You can. Okay, I, I think it has something to do with vampires. So I tried to make a blood red drink, and it was blood red originally, and then I strained a lot of the pulp out from the juice that I used, and it's no longer blood red. It's pink. Can I say something really gross? What? You always say something really gross. <laughs> So remember how I told you that like the human body's really gross? Nope, I, I don't want to hear it anymore. Thing, no, there dude, no nope. colors coming out of oh bodies that I did not expect. This is one of the colors. That I, I was knew like, you were that's not a real color that, that comes out of a human body. It's a real color. It looks really like gross. skin and muscle. I didn't even Great. go into more like there's more detail, but I won't. Whatever. I tried to make something that was going to be blood red. It's not blood red, but it still tasted like summer because it it's still fucking hot in here. And then I only had one lime. So Johnny is drinking the first cocktail that I made that I thought I wanted to do, but then I changed it to this. So what what are we going to... Wait, do I have the lime or do you have the lime? I have the lime. You have the first one that I made, and then I made this liqueur that I put in this drink, and I wanted to do this one instead. Do you, do you want to try Johnny's drink? Yeah, I do. It's still tasty. I don't... Yeah. It's sugary and sweet. Whoa. You guys can swap if you want. Whoa. <laughs> That's crazy. That has like a weird, uh, it does feel like Christmassy. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's essentially a chocolate covered cherry. There you go. It's because there's chocolate in there. Mm-hmm. This one, can I say that there's dill? There's dill in, in yeah. the, the current well, iteration. And I really do 
just feel like I'm drinking pickle juice because I don't really do dill that often. It's that's true. really what's just coming through. A couple people, uh, I didn't think the dill was going to come through that much. And a couple people were like, it's like pickled. And I'm like, it's not, there's no. It does, but it gives the illusion that there's like brine in it. Even yeah. Though there's not, which is good because I don't like salty shit all like that. Yeah, there you go. I, yeah, this is, I like it. So this, this is, is basically time. like a summertime margarita with dill and then. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to give you all of the ingredients for it because on the Patreon, I'm going to teach you how to make the liqueur that I made to go inside of this. Um, I don't know if you know this, but making liqueur is actually pretty fucking easy. And I'm done spending $40 on liqueur when I can just fucking make it. No, that's that's a good point. But also because you're talking about the Patreon to all of our Patreon members, uh, one of our Patreon members got like kicked off somehow. And we had to do some sort of, like, verification of our identity. So if you're not getting the emails from Patreon, check it. Oh, yeah, I have to do Because you might have to do something like resubscribe. Patreon may have kicked you off for some reason. I don't know. They're doing a weird identity stuff. That was me. Yeah, <laughs> it was Johnny. <laughs> Johnny was kicked off. Yes. No longer a Patreon contributor. Womp. Well, get out of the room. Well, we also make adult content, which is why we have to verify our identity, it by makes the sense, way. Because we curse. Yeah, well, I was going to take us off adult content because it just kept saying nudity. Mm-hmm. And I was like, none of us are nude. And, like, we're also, like, audio-based. So even if we were nude, you wouldn't fucking know. Yeah, I mean, we are sitting here completely naked. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah you're right. Fucking ass out in the wind. Yeah, that's it. Um, Flapping titties. But, yeah, we curse a lot and also talk about booze and then sex sometimes too yeah that's because i exist yeah all right well whatever cool that's our drink it doesn't have a name we'll we'll figure it out there'll be one um yeah do it we're doing it we're talking about the area cemetery a little 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 thing about the location this was sam's idea and they came to me and they were like this van there's this weird vampire thing that happens in the cemetery you should look it up and holy shit it was so much more than that this is a really crazy cemetery as so, we're looking at a cemetery yeah look at it that's not 75 acres though oh, unlike the Erie cemetery which is true. 75 acres oh my computer went away uh it's a historical cemetery because it was built like forever ago and it's situated like in the heart of the city which is kind of wild um it's between federal hill south Erie, and little italy if you guys know but i'm sure if you live there you understand Whoa. Oh, that's a bite. <laughs> um, the land that the cemetery is on was once cared for by the Erie, the Haudenosaunee, and the Mississauga peoples. Uh, the idea for the cemetery was created sort of in like October of 1846. A whole bunch of townspeople were like, hey, we should make a new cemetery to take the burden off some of these local churches. So a whole bunch of citizens came together and they petitioned and they purchased. Uh, the land for $1,500. Crazy. Whoa. Uh, and it eventually became incorporated into what was like a much smaller cemetery, I think. Uh, it officially opened in 1851, and it was the first localized cemetery of the area. But there were other folks that were buried there. Like, one of the mausoleums we're going to talk about may have predated the cemetery. So there were already folks buried there, but it Damn. became an official cemetery in 1851. It is the oldest of the Erie Cemetery Association's sites uh laurel hill is one of the other ones that they care for yeah we've only been in there yeah but and then the internet yelled at us <laughs> the internet yelled at us but we do that was one of the sound spaghettis like and we gave an overview of the yeah yeah so if you want to hear a little bit about our weird local cemetery in philly it's one of the sound spaghettis i think it was the first first one. yeah 
Um, so more than 50,000 people have been laid to rest on this land. And with this volume, the cemetery has provided historians over 165 years of funerary art. Like there's a lot of really cool looking stones, um, that they were able to like study and learn from like different symbols. And it's very fucking cool. Uh, they continue to hold over a hundred services a year. So they're still burying people in the cemetery. Damn. And, I don't know, I just found this cool note on trees that I didn't really know where to put it, but the cemetery's mad old, and some of the headstones and tombstones have been, like, absorbed into old trees. They have very creepy trees, and some of the headstones are now, like, part of the trees. Damn. Yeah. That's the kind of fucking cemetery I would like to be in. Yeah. Those creepy horror movie cemeteries. It's just trees and... Opie spooky. Steps. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Trees and steps. Typical scary. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh. No, I, I, that's cool though. I mean, that, that would have been a a cool, this would have been a cool episode to have that graveyard whiskey for too. Yeah. Yeah. RIP graveyard whiskey. Rip, rip. It was good. It was really good. I was a big fucking fan of it. Um, but I mean, so yeah, the trees are super creepy, and that's a good reason to want to go there, but I like the legends f- are even cooler. I like how you found that on trees.com. I did. I found that on... What is shit, trees.com? Those cool, those cool trees.org, actually. Yeah, it's they got, just a, they got a, money. a website talking about trees? No, it was just something that I kept stumbling upon, and I was like, I don't know where to put this tree thing. Oh, yeah. Because I didn't really know how to organize this. It's kind of all over the place, but I just kind of did little bits of things, because there's a whole lot of shit going on here. Um, so there's black dogs, a witch's circle, cool, a vampire's crypt, hell yeah, the devil's tree, sick, and the Scott mausoleum. Scott, who's that? So that's actually the first one I want to talk about. Cool, which is a little bit more true crime, but there's some grave robbie shit that happens. Okay, so it's a really really pretty mausoleum. It's like very gorgeous, but there's a super weird story attached to it. So in February of 1911, the body of Congressman William L. Scott, he's like a wealthy railroad guy was disturbed. And in that mausoleum, also, uh, like, the body of his sister-in-law was held. Her body was taken. Her name was Mrs. McCollum. Okay. Um, sister-in-law and Sister-in-law. Guy. Her maiden name was Strong. Okay. Uh, several other crypts were broken into in the area. Their caskets seemed to be opened with chisels. Uh, two, of, two or three of them were, like, almost completely destroyed. And one was completely taken down like it was just like demolished damn but like individual demolition just a couple dudes were being dicks and they ruined it a bunch of private investigators came in uh they started with the perkins detective agency and they were like hey there's a body that's gone and then they found the body in a different crypt um apparently all the information that ended up getting released from released from detectives in this case was a lie Mm -hmm. which is very strange um but they speculated that there was a jewel thief Rightly so, because all of the jewelry from a whole bunch of bodies were missing. Yeah. Um, but all of the Great bodies were completely work. removed from their caskets. Weird. Yeah. That's not usually what people do when they grave rob. Right, especially in a mausoleum. Yeah. Like, they it's, just more, take it's their way shit. more accessible. Yeah. Like, I, well, I mean, I kind of get it if you're going six feet under. Like, if you're going down yeah. and you're trying to, like, yank something out, it's easier than digging away all the dirt. But in a mausoleum... Like, it's just a fucking casket. Yeah, but even if you're digging down to get to rob a grave, you're not also pulling the body then out of the hole. That is one of the easiest ways to do it, because you don't have to dig out the whole casket. You don't have to be able to... Yank the body out. Yeah, Yeah. but, like, why... You can do half of it, but, like, 
why would you even want to pull the body out anyway? So you can get all the shit off of the body. Um, yeah, but like just, I'm also not digging out the whole grave and opening up and taking all the stuff off, or you could just get a hole, yank the body out, take all the shit. Maybe off. I'm just lazy, but I feel like if I were to dig a six foot hole and then have to pick up dead weight, I mean, you would then, hope that they would be like kind of decay, like lost foot. their water weight. I don't know, man. I just like think... uh, pod at gmail.com. How do you grave route? <laughs> Let us know. I just feel it'd be easier to dig like a six by three foot hole than a six mm. by eight foot hole. True, you're right. This is just a lot of work. Yeah. yeah this is why it's a whole lot of work. This is why I don't rob graves, though. I guess. I don't also, know. that like method of doing like a partial dig and then like kind of just like shoving a hook into a body and pulling it out was used by See, like a right. lot of people. Nobody told me that there was a hook involved. That makes more sense. I thought everybody's just oh, yeah, like, yeah, eh. oh no, it's just like you and your buddy. And you're like, hold my feet and lower <laughs> me down. <laughs> That's why I was like, all right, this doesn't make sense. But all right, that makes sense why you were confused. I was like, I'm pretty sure we talked about this. We before. did, like, but I didn't I remember. Drunk. Like maybe not on the podcast, but I know we've talked about it. Well, we did talk about grave robbing and then we got drunk off of pudding. Oh, yeah, shit. And then we got yelled at for eating. about swapping bodies. They're just putting bodies in other graves. Yeah. They probably yeah, pulled it up and just like, dumped it. it. It's just, you know, like, it's little funsies. There's more weird shit, guys. <laughs> All right, go. So the local milkman. All right. Our boy Luis Walding- Waldinger. He told the cops he saw some guys come into the cemetery through a hole in the fence, and then he heard hammering and later realized that it was the guys that were robbing the mausoleum. Two women later ended up passing through the cemetery in the early afternoon, and it said that they stumbled upon the burglary, but it didn't seem like they stumbled upon it in action. I think they stumbled upon the scene. Mm -hmm. Apparently, they approached the mausoleum and noticed that locks were undone and, like, kind of tampered with in, like, a super obvious way, and one of them reached through the bars and accidentally pushed over a panel that was just haphazardly placed there to kind of block the view. They didn't catch anybody in the act, but they ended up telling their friend what they saw and later reported it to the cops. Um... A lot of this was outside of, like, cops and more private detectives, though. Mm -hmm. And because of that, there was a lot of messy shit going on. And most of the detectives who directed the manhunt ended up being later arrested. Whoa. (laughs) Two of them were charged with counts of mail fraud. Um, so Nail there was fraud? the Pittsburgh Detective Agency that became involved in the case by request. You'll, you'll understand in a second. By request of Mrs. Strong's mom. So, okay. But call him the chick who got pulled out. Her mom was like, come on, man. We got to figure this out. Cops yeah. aren't doing anything. Hired this detective agency. Ten dudes and a bloodhounds and a bunch of bloodhounds came from Indianapolis. Um, and at the same time, there were other detectives that seemed to be local cops kind of started getting territorial and they ended up like fighting with each other. It was just like a bunch of like badged people getting pissed at each other. Weird. Um, Mrs. Strong ended up firing one of the detectives, Franklin, because she found out that he lost his license a few years earlier. It's like a mess. These guys have, like, they're just, like, bumbling idiots. Cool. Um, There was another slighted detective, though, Perkins. So it's Franklin and Perkins. Perkins was also let go of the case because he started intimidating the shit out of the Strongs. So after being fired, fired, he started with the extortion. He was like, give me money. Damn. Yeah. And then he fired a bullet through their home window. And he started sending all these, like, fucking weird letters. One of the letters was like, give us money or we'll blow up your house in mausoleum. (laughs) And it was signed, The Black Hand. Whoa. 
The second letter was like, we'll blow your brains out. And this person, whoever was writing these letters, misspelled a lot of stuff. Like, brains was spelled B-R-A-N-E-S. Same yeah. person writing all the letters? Later they find out that, yes, it is the same person. Yeah. Um, they were like, second letter, they're like, we're going to blow your brains out. Or your wife. We don't fucking know. Just give us the money. And they <laughs> asked for more money. Cool. And this is all over, I didn't want to help you solve this your This was over being fired. Yeah, yeah, but like, but it all still stems from like I was doing a really bad job at trying I, to figure this out for you. Yeah, so now I'm going to threaten you. Like that is exactly what's going on. Uh, but this is also the case that I just read about downstairs. So I did some quick research on this. Sorry okay. if I'm wrong about any of this, but this is what I picked up on. The last letter was like, "Don't go to the police," and they're like, "Give us fifty grand," and that was signed "Black Hand Death." Okay. Uh, death was spelled D E T or D E T H. It was missing the I. Death. Uh, black was also spelled with like an E and at one point it just like didn't have an like a vowel in it. It was really weird. They're very strange to read. Do you um, think it was like code? So I was thinking that too in the like little bit that I looked at, it didn't really seem like there was any intention, but I also didn't have all three next to each other. They were like on a screen that I was scrolling up and down on. You're going to solve this. Seems I like, fucking hope so. Like Zodiac shit where they misspell shit to make them seem dumb when they're not dumb. Right. Uh, yeah. Like, hey, look for a dumb person. Yeah. <laughs> or like, hey, can you write? The guy is dumb. Spell death for me. <laughs> D-E-T-H. Perfect. Can you write three letters for me? Um, <laughs> it's him. So one of the weird things about the letters was they were all sort of ripped up in a way that kind of puzzled them together. Like it wasn't one piece of paper. It was a couple pieces of paper, but there were pieces that were missing and they ended up finding puzzle pieces for them on other letters. Very strange. Um, the one dude, uh, Perkins, also went to Daddy Strong's office and started intimidating his secretary okay so he was just like making blatant threats sick so the post office ended up getting involved because federal mail um and all of these letters were sent in the mail so then they had federal cops investigating the letters and stuff and they ended up searching (laughs) perkins's home they connected the letters um that were sent to other letters that they found at Perkins's house and realized, like, hey, this is a guy. But through handwriting analysis, they realized the person who wrote the letters was Franklin. So they both went to trial, and they were like, nope, didn't do any of that. Nope, not me, not yeah. at all. They denied I guilt on all accounts. Yeah. Yeah, like, come on, man. I figured it out. <laughs> Hold on one second. How do you... <laughs> um, Autocorrect can help me. But in federal court, they were being charged with scheming to defraud... And one of the main, the crux of the defendant's arguments were like, we can't trust handwriting analysis. But they ended up doing it. Trial lasted 10 days and the defendants were both found guilty in July of 1911. Uh, their appeals were later rejected. They're like, fucking no. Yeah, fuck you. You fucked with the mail. Yeah, but the weird... <laughs> Don't be doing these mail crimes. They're like really, really, really important crimes to be taken care of. Yep. Um... The weird thing, though, is, so, yes, they were charged with these threats, but they don't actually know if they were involved with the crime of desecration, though a lot of people seem to think that. Mm -hmm. Um, They weren't charged with desecration of a corpse or, like, grave robbery or any of that. Um, And they don't really know if they had anything to do with it, like hiring somebody or something. They were just 
it's possible that they just took advantage of the situation to try to rob these people. It's just so weird. Yeah, very weird. Because even if they were the ones who did it, like, I don't, it's just weird. Like, why? $50,000? Yeah, but, like, they only started asking for that much money after they had gotten them fired, wasn't it? Yeah. So, like, it's, so they planned that these people were going to have them fired after they robbed their family's Or grave. they got fired and they were like, oh, these guys are in a really shitty situation. I'll bet they'll pay up for anything. Yeah. There's but a reason like, we don't do true crime, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Because we'll just sit here speculating. Yeah. Dude, like, these guys, questions. we know exactly what they're doing. All right. Whatever. All right. You want to move on to the Devil's Tree? Because it's really short. Yeah. Um, so there's tree. a weird old twisted tree on the southwest side of the cemetery that is referred to as Devil's Tree. It's believed to entomb the souls of the dead. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's the whole thing. There's the whole, the whole, yeah. But there's also a bunch of creepy trees. So I go find it. I guess (laughs) that wasn't helpful. Um, All right, cool. So all of the trees have trapped souls inside of them. It's supposed to be just this one, but it's like there's other trees that literally encase tombstones. Maybe that one. I would think those because there's. There's lore that's like if your gravesite gets taken over by a tree, you're stuck. Whoa. Yeah. Like if your grave gets taken, like if your casket is encased by roots or something, like at any point, your soul is then stuck on the world if you were stuck here in the first place. So is this devil's tree like on top of a bunch of graves and like. Yeah, what does it look like? A bunch of graves and its roots. Draw me a picture. Oh, shit. Okay, I'll do that later. All right. Um, But no, like. It's just a tree. It's, yeah, it's just a creepy looking tree. Sick. And, yeah, I don't know. But then there's black dogs. Okay. Black dogs are crazy. Um, so... Bunch of hellhounds? No, they're actually different. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's one of the things that I'm like... Black okay, dogs are I just... was really confused because they start, they seemed like hellhounds, and then I was like, these just seem like black dogs. Yeah, but, but black dogs are like omens of death. So hellhounds are omens of, like, immediate, holy shit, I'm gonna die. Yeah. Black dogs have been known to be omens in either direction. Like, yes, it is, like, telling you something's going to happen, but it doesn't necessarily mean death. Okay. Um, It doesn't seem like anyone's died after this. But, yeah, it's basically, like, immediate problem versus just, like, a general omen. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was this old lady. She's an elderly widow. She was visiting her husband's gravesite, kind of near the vampire script. Ooh, we'll talk about that later. Ooh, <laughs> don't fast forward. <laughs> so she saw a pack of what she referred to as feral dogs, and apparently they went to attack her. Some say she was attacked. Some say she, like, ran and was fine. Um, but as she was running away, uh, she looked back, and the dogs were just gone. Other folks have been told have like told people that they've seen the apparition of black dogs wandering around the cemetery, and when they get closer to them, they disappear. Cool. Yeah, usually the dog sort of like goes forth to like attack you, mm-hmm. and then sort of disappears as it's as it's like getting closer you. to you. Yeah, which like hellhounds would get you, kind of thing. Yeah. So like that, I think that's the like distinguishing factor. Hellhounds also don't, I think, fully look like dogs. I don't think they do either. Like, they're fleshy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're much creepier than just dogs. Yeah. But, I mean, feral could go a lot of ways. I'm like, I don't I don't know what this lady thinks a feral dog looks like, so yeah. maybe they were real creepy looking. But the dogs are usually seen near the witch's circle and the vampire's crypt. Um, a lot of people say that they see them running at them while they're in the witch's circle. Okay. Um, 
only just to disappear when they go into the circle. Um, it's believed that they kind of hang around in other highly strange places in the cemetery too, but like there are strays in the area and wolves and coyotes, like even though it's a cemetery in a city, mm-hmm. it's 75 acres. Like yeah. animals are going to find their way in there. And like, we know that there are coyotes there. So I don't know. Kinda. I mean, even look at like, uh, like Mount Moriah. The I don't know much about them. Mount Moriah is the cemetery that's in like West Philly, but like yeah. there's a bunch of weird random animals there too because it's big. Right. Right. So it's the disappearing thing that I'm like, okay, all right, that's a little strange. But if they like skitter, that's not the word. You know the word where you go like this and you go fast away. No scurry. Okay. <laughs> If they, like, scurry away, but, like, it seems like they just disappear, and that's really weird to me. Well, if they're running at you, and then all of a sudden they're gone, they're not scurrying away. They're scurrying towards you. Well. Right? They're scurrying towards you until the witches. Yeah. The witches protect you. The witches protect you? I would think that the dogs were, like, the witches' dogs. Uh, it doesn't seem like it is. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you. Dogs running at you, idiot. Dummy. Um... Yeah, well, then there's a witch's circle, which is where you can go for protection from these fucking scary black dogs. Okay. Um, the exact location is kind of vague. I mean, you can ask people who work there. They'll give you a map and show you where it's at. Um, but for our purposes, I'm going to say it's not far from the main gate. Okay. Like the people that work there would be like, get the fuck out of here. No, they feed into this. Really? Yeah, they love all of this. Is this like a for-profit fucking cemetery where they like taking people? I mean, it's a conglomerate of cemeteries that's like taken care of by like sort of like a foundation kind of thing. Well, I'm also sure that they make money off of like local ghost tour stuff. They literally have their own ghost tours. Yeah, yeah. You can go there and that's why. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, dude, fucking come see these black dogs. That's weird. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 why they feed into it. Right, and they feed into the next two stories more. Yeah, it's the witch's circle and the vampire crypt. We're ending on the vampire crypt, because we have to. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, the exact location's kind of vague, but what you're looking for is, like, pretty... Sp- it's pretty specific, but in this cemetery, it does seem like it's very hard for people to find it, because there's a weird... It looks weird. Okay. So, the, it's a group of tombstones that are in the shape of a circle, and it's near a large tree. So... In general, it doesn't really make sense for cemeteries to plot out graves in a circle. Mm-hmm. It waste a lot of land for future burials, so it just sort of feels weird in there anyway because you're seeing all these tombstones that are like in circles, and they're family plots, you know, it's just a bunch of people buried together, but they're in individual caskets, they're all, they all have markers on their graves, but it is like a strange circle, and they're faced in into the circle and out of the circle. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, like, do you think all of their feet are, like, kind of touching? Essentially, like... It seemed like they were sort of going both ways, right? Like, because of the way that the tombstones are situated, both into and out of the circle, but it does seem like any other place that buries, like, buries bodies like this, or, like, specifically here, does it intentionally inward. Yeah. Maybe to actually kind of save land? I don't fucking know. That's weird. Yeah, but in general, it just feels weird to see these tombstones placed like this. Fairy ring tombstones? Yeah, no, that's like exactly what it feels like. Um, 
So, do, 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 I actually just like blew through all of that other stuff. Ba-da-da, laid to rest in a circle. What? But this circle specifically is actually less perfect than the other circles in the cemetery. I mean, none of them are perfect, but the, a lot of them are more. You could trace it and make the general idea of a circle, but this one sort of seems broken, mm-hmm. which I immediately thought of Enzo's symbol, which is like an East Asian symbol that is that. Uh, broken circle Mm -hmm. and it's like intentionally done that way it's the painting the paint mark the paintbrush this it's like a single circle i don't know if i know what you're talking you would know what i it's a very iconic thing it's whatever but what japanese is it yeah 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 yeah. um it's like a buddhist symbol but it's also used Jainism, I think. Do you know? You just you just came out with this. Okay. Well, <laughs> it doesn't seem like it was purposefully done that way, but it sort of feels that way, that it's just like an open situation. It's unlikely that it was intentional because of the time period. Like, there's not that many people who would have, like, traveled, learned about Buddhism, and come back to the U.S. in 1851. Yeah. But I think it's just one of those, like, eternal symbols that, like, people just see no matter where they're at kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but even weirder than it not being a very perfect circle, not that you could make that with tombstones, but other ones look nice, is that two of the stones seemed like they were burned. Whoa. Yeah, they're, like, blackened. One of them is very blackened, and another one just kind of has, like, some weird stuff going on. Um, and to the right of the circle, there's a irregular patch of earth, which is, like, sort of blackened also and it nothing grows there okay so very weird to look at yeah but legend says in the 1800s there were two main covens of witches in the town and both of the leaders died um they were then buried inside of this circle during the burial ritual satan came to claim his witches because which like that's not how that works but like whatever um but he came to claim their souls and dragged them down to hell and supposedly hellfire scorched the tombstone because people have tried to clean these stones like people have gone and tried to restore them or like give them just a little bath and it just never worked yeah um they people think it's because the witches still haunt that area and they're like no don't forget to me yeah uh but A lot of people say that the bodies of people buried in that circle before these witches did this ritual supposedly were men who fled during the Salem witch trials. They fled Salem and, like, came down here and then were then buried there. Um, Just random people who fled or people who were accused? I think it's just, like, a fun legend. It seems like a couple men were accused and came down, like, like, scared. They're like, I'm gonna get fucking burned and hanged or crushed or whatever they choose to do, so I'm leaving. Yeah. And, yeah, I think it's just a fun little thing, because neither of neither of the people that they say came from Salem actually came from there. Um, But, yeah, people have tried to clean the tombstones and they continually said that it was this, like, type of moss, uh, like, sick lichen. Okay. Uh, which does stain stone, but they've tried to clean them the way you would clean off a moss that does something like that, and it just doesn't work. So people have said maybe it's acid rain. Whoa. Or just straight up hellfire, which I think is very fun. Uh, but it very well could have been like a really weird sickness of lichen moss that did it to the stones. Uh, but just it, the one and a half. 
It's just the one and a half, yeah. yeah well, why, like, why wouldn't it spread through the whole circle? I mean, they're not just, touching each other. And also, the vampire crypt has very similar stuff. Oh, like, okay. It has very similar markings. Because I was going to say, like, even if it was acid rain, then it would also probably have... Affected the other ones. That's why yeah. I was like, I don't think it's acid rain, but people... It's have, vampires. Hellfire. It's, it's vampires. Hellfire. Um, but on one of the stones, the more burned one, there's an image that resembles... And it depends on who you talk to. It does really look like a skull, though. It looks like there's a human skull. Some people say demons or Satans or, like, just a horned creature. But it's super abstract. But it, like, is really weird to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, also... Someone mentioned that it's a, the words hell awaits was scratched into one of the stones, but that seems like vandalism. That's cool. But, like, that's really fucking fun. Hell yeah. Uh, people have reported hearing footsteps behind you when no one's really around and you're by those headstones, which I hate it. <laughs> um, but some of the... some of it, It's really hard to read the two headstones that were, like, fucked up, but people eventually figured out one of them is this guy, Luther Douglas who died as a veteran in 1834. And then the less burned one belongs to a guy, Michael Haverstick, who died in 1838. So, like, I guess with some of these rumors, there's a possibility that those guys are witches. But, like, neither of those are the leaders of the coven. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. The Witcher Circle feels very strange to me. And I I feel like it's one of those... Everyone talks about how strange it is, and you kind of have to go there. So now I want to go... scream in the middle of this so is there like certain rituals that you're supposed to do inside of it nobody really like said anything but i could imagine that probably not because that's a burial site like i feel like if they buried if they did a ritual for burial there i feel like unless you're doing the same thing it feels weird yeah, but you, I, I just didn't know if maybe there was, like, some weird, like, lore. Like, if you stand in the middle of the circle oh, and do this, like... So, there's actually some dudes who I'll talk about later that um, went there. Mm-hmm. And they saw some really weird things, and they noticed that there was a lot of pennies around. So, it seems like people are doing rituals there. Um, there is a distinct difference in the feeling of the atmosphere in the inside as on the outside. Okay. It's almost calmer Weird. inside the witch's circle. It does seem like it's just a place people go, though, and not really a place people practice. Though people continually are like, oh, you know, witches and Satanists go there. Yeah. It doesn't seem like there's, like, much active ritualizing. But if there is, I don't know about it, so tell me. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a cool place to go and hang out. It does, and it really does look very fucking cool. Just bring a pocket full of pennies. Uh, pocket full of pennies. Time. Yeah. Well, you can't throw it at the gravestone, though. Yeah, throw them around the gravestone. Yeah, but you, like, can't. You have to be careful. A little sprinkle? Ben Franklin said we're not allowed to anymore. Uh, Remember? Why? Remember we uh, talked yeah, about that. Yeah. I the, pennies I for, the pennies for Ben Franklin, how everybody would just throw fucking change at Ben Franklin's grave. Oh, nobody... <laughs> They ben asked Franklin to stop. Didn't tell us yes, to he stop. did. Those fucking dorks. Ben did. Franklin was like, "Please stop throwing money at me, please." <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. Um, oh, it went away again. This this way of having my laptop is not working out. I'm never doing this again. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, if you want to go to the witch's thingy, it's in section 34. I don't know. Cool. Then there's a vampire crypt. Yay! The vampire crypt is very cool. It's in section seven. Don't know what that means. Never been there. But there you go, guys. Um, Wait, so what's we- the first one? 34. 34 and 7th? That's far away from each other. But apparently they're just a short walk. But I watched two separate 
YouTube videos where people got in cars. So I'm not sure <laughs> what they mean. Apartment complexes are set up. Like, yeah, like A is right next to fucking S. Oh, and yeah, you're right. It's true. Fucking dumb. Everything's That's dumb. true. Everything's dumb. So, just a short walk. In the witch's circle stands a blackened mausoleum, no longer bearing a name, but with distinctive gothic inlays and a very prominent winged V. (laughs) So it's dark, and it appears to have been set on fire at some point, and it stands out amongst everything else. It's kind of, like, off to the side-ish, it seems, but it's, like, distinctly different, um architecturally i don't know yeah so like it, it looks different yeah it stands out more because it doesn't look like the rest of them yeah and it's it it has this like very old heavily secured but wooden door with deep scratches in it right whoa. below this fucking creepy v and a name that has been scratched off whoa it's also like set into a hill so if you wanted to which you should not do it and you will know why later uh, you could like walk onto the top of it from a hill. It's like a hobbit house. Yeah, it's That's fucking cool. cool looking. Um, the scratches that are on the door lead right to the doorknob. There's a wrought iron gate over the door with latticework iron gates on top of that, and it is bolted and welded shut. Uh, the crypt, this crypt, is the one that probably predates the cemetery. It looks like it was made possibly in like 1850. Okay. And again, it was everything was incorporated in 1851. But we know that the crypt is owned by this person, Gertrude Brown, whose maiden name could be Goodrich, but it I don't know. Everything seems very unsure. Um, a lot of people question whose bodies are in this mausoleum. Mm-hmm. Um, her body's not in there. Um <laughs> Her husband was of the oil farmer Browns. He was like a rich guy. He was the one who built the mausoleum. The first body in tombs in it was G.W. Goodrich, who died in November of 1884. Um, so 30-something 30, 30 years after the mausoleum was built. Um, it is thought that that might be her dad. Okay. But it's it's very vague. Like A lot of these records are fucked up. So, folks have said that they have heard noises from coming inside the structure. But who could be making these noises? Who? Um, so, supposedly the crypt was built into the side of a hill by a businessman who traveled to Romania. Likely her dad? I don't fucking know. I can't really tell. It's a little convoluted, because it's high legend. Like, it's just a bunch of people talking. Um, supposedly when he came back from Romania, he just was, like, off- uh, it's believed that he probably made a deal with some sort of dark spirit for eternal life. Sick. And for this, he was cursed to consume the blood and flesh of the living in order to survive. Um, it was said that he died of consumption, which is something that people say a lot about vampirism. Okay. Uh, the idea of... There was this like weird belief that tuberculosis was caused by consuming the dead of your family, whether it be, like, flesh or blood. Ew. But, like, weird superstition was that, like, if you got tuberculosis, it's because you drank the blood of your family members. That's rude. Yeah. Um, traditionally, bodies who were believed to be vampires, a lot of them who suffered from consumption, fucking tuberculosis, whatever, um, their bodies were exhumed and their internal organs were burned to stop the vampire attacking 
Um, there's also like various types of, you know, grates and shit that they designed later to stop vampires from coming out. But I think what was really interesting was Renfield's disease was never mentioned, which is that like inclination to drink blood. Yeah. It never, like they never said anything about that. They just like, were like, this guy died of tuberculosis because he drank the blood of his family members. Weird. Yeah. But around the time of his death, there was, what? They named the disease after the character. Renfield? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty. If you heard, I never knew that either. Never heard of that disease in my life. Yeah, no, yeah, it's the inclination to drink blood. It's about it's and it's it's like it's very no, it's it's very vampirism is a different thing. It's a very like specific thing because it doesn't always have to be human. It's just the want to drink blood. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and Renfield's like a ghoul. Yeah, but like vampirism, like it is a little bit different, but it like stems out of Renfield. So like that's it just goes a little bit further. Yeah. Like sharpening your teeth. Yeah, there's like weird lore that's more fun than just medical shit, you know? Yeah. So around the time of this guy's death, there were strange disappearances throughout the town. Bloodstains were supposedly found outside of the crypt on multiple occasions alongside marks on the door, which were believed to be from the fingernails of victims that were dragged into the crypt. And that's what those scratch marks were thought to be. Gross. So on a few occasions, the door was left ajar. This was before they bolted everything down. Um, this was, like, right after the guy's passing. So the, the crypt was just a regular, it was just a regular mausoleum. Like, people were just buried there. Um, so the door was supposedly left ajar, and at one point, they discovered a tangled-up body discarded and drained of blood inside of the crypt. Whoa. Yeah. Um, after the guy's death, bodies began showing up in other places around town also. With puncture wounds on their neck, and they were completely drained of blood. Whoa. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Um, after discovering, like, the horrors that were happening in this town and, like, connecting that this was probably this guy, that they were all like, wow, this guy went to Romania and came back really weird. The caretaker <laughs> of the cemetery was like, I'm going to connect these dots. And he decided to burn the crypt, remove the name, and seal the tomb. So. Did it work? Yes. It seems like the incidents did cease. Sort of. Um, he put, like, up the wrought iron fences and, and the lattice work, and he did some deadbolts and stuff. Um, burned everything inside, too? No, just the outside. The outside has been burned, but they don't know. So, like, supposedly... What? You gotta burn the body, too. Like, that's the thing that's doing everything. True. <laughs> You're right. I mean, Unless they just want to trap it inside for forever. Yeah, I feel like that might. I mean, like burning a, a vampire is gonna do it. That's but a mistake, yeah, you gotta get, you gotta kill it. Should we should have told that caretaker that? Yeah, we really should have. Yeah. Well, he was smart enough to remove the name. Yeah. I think that was that was a good move, and it means he knows something, which is kind of weird that he didn't. I guess because it's not like they're not his family members. Like someone owned that mausoleum, and those people are still alive. Yeah. So if you were just like, I burned the bodies of like the people that you buried there, like I'd be kind of pissed. Fair. At some point, it becomes a public safety matter, and it's like, dude, like your who makes those decisions is eating people. Who makes I'm those sorry. decisions? Who says, yeah, you know what, we're gonna burn those bodies? <laughs> if he's fucking eating people, I don't care. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> The well, town. They get together yeah. and have a, like, a big meeting. You get yeah. fucking... The so you want, you want mob rules on this shit? <laughs> That's a yeah, very dangerous thing to side people. for. Okay, yeah. I mean... All right. 
Getting a little carried away. My bad. Well, my bad. If you want to prove Wait, that this is, he, is a vampire, is it is believed that what the the name that was on it was brown Whoa. because of who owned it. So they do think because the person who owned the tomb had Gertrude Brown, they think that it may have said Brown, but there is also a chance that it said Goodrich. Um, but whatever name it was, it was clear this dude was like, I'm not, you can't read anything. He was like, I'm locking this up. After that, incidents stopped. Whoa. Well, you said they kind of stopped. Sort of. Incidences <laughs> of direct, like, there were no people found with puncture wounds drained of blood. Mm-hmm. So I'll say that. Okay. But according to records, seven people have been laid to rest in this mausoleum over the years, but they are, like I said earlier, incomplete. So identifying who is in there is really fucking hard. Mm-hmm. It, people have done a lot of work and put some stuff together. So we know a majority of those who are in the tomb died between 19, 1860 and 1880. But that first dude was supposedly laid to rest there in 1884. Whoa. So there's a possibility that they were moved. The, uh, the other people that were in there? cemetery and all... Because that's seven people in 20 years. Yeah. That's, like, a lot of family members to die in that short of a time. Mm-hmm. Especially people who would be buried in, like... Like, that seems like an intimate family thing. It's a very close family thing. It would be, like, fucking just me and my siblings kind of thing. Not my aunts and uncles. So, yeah. like... It's very strange. So people think they were possibly moved from another cemetery into there. But, yeah, the last person that was entombed, I think, was that dad. Weird. Yeah. So, it could be that they were moved from churchyards, but, like, I want to believe it's something a little more sinister. I want to believe it's something a little more fun. But what what people think is that one of the seven unknown, there were a couple of people that were known, there were two bodies that were completely unaccounted for. There were, like, absolutely no records, but it is believed they're part of the Goodrich bloodline. But one of them is believed to be this vampire. So, in the early... I put 1880s. That doesn't seem right. I think it's the 1890s. Um, because you said he was buried 1884? Yeah, or put it in also could, it could be the 1980s. At some point, a little boy... I think I just typed it wrong. At some point, a boy named Thomas broke into the tomb. A little chisel and crowbar, which seems like very 80s activities. Yeah. Um, he said to somebody... I don't know how, because you'll find out weird shit happens. But he said to somebody at some point that it smelled like dead mice in there. He found a rotted wooden coffin, and he opened it. And it revealed a corpse. A corpse. He's thought to have taken a ring off of Whoa. the corpse's finger. That's yeah. Bad move. Not what you're supposed to do. Yeah, but mm-hmm. what happens when you get a ring off a dead guy's finger? You fucking run to your friend's house and tell them. Yeah, so look at this dead guy's finger. And then that corpse hunts you down until he gets his ring back. Okay, True. do not ruin the story. Um, <laughs> sorry. I've so, before the sun rose... <laughs> He goes over to his friend's house, and he's like, hey, Bobby. I don't know the guy's name. He's like, hey, I found this. Look at this cool finger. I got it off the vampire crypt because it was a local legend. Everyone fucking knew it. And they're like, oh, my God, this guy took this thing from this vampire. Wow. <laughs> You're so cool. And he was Bobby. like, don't, Bobby, don't tell anybody. He's like, don't tell anybody. But, you know, he's a fucking young kid. So, so he told everybody. He told all his friends. Um, meanwhile, Thomas goes home. He goes to bed, and he wakes up with these, like, really bad night terrors. Mm-hmm. He's, like, fucking freaked out. 
And he supposedly did not have those before, but yeah, goes to sleep, wakes up, his buddy tells everybody else in town, and all these little boys run over, and they're like, we want to see the ring. They knock on this guy's house, and his mom answers, and they're like, he's asleep. He's dead. And they're like, no, we need to see him. Like, we gotta see this. And some versions of the story sort of just went home and went to bed and didn't really tell anybody. But I like that his friends are all running around being like, we want to see this vampire's ring. So that's what I want to tell. So the boy's mother eventually went upstairs and found him dead. Whoa, I just guessed that. Johnny just fucking spoiled it a minute ago. Oh, no, I didn't know that. I said, he's dead. It was holding him down. It could have turned into a cat and mouse. Fucking kid wins the day. Fucking monster. (laughs) No, the vampire ripped his finger off. What? Yeah, he his... died from his finger getting ripped off? No, he looked emaciated oh. and drained. Oh, I thought he was going to die from getting his finger ripped off, too. No, but his <laughs> finger was ripped off. His ring finger was ripped off. Whoa. Um, and, yeah, he looked very drained and emaciated. Uh, Sick. But no autopsy like was done. Could have just slid the ring off. I don't, I don't he didn't need to take the whole thingy. He didn't need to Okay, that. would you go to bed with a vampire ring on your finger no i would also you would take it off i think he did it out of a fuck you like if you're taking my shit i'm taking your shit true also killed him too like you could have just killed him he's just a kid he's i would have killed him i'm saying boy i don't know i would have killed him you take you come into my fucking crib you take my shit you're dead little boy i don't give a fuck yep yes you do dude all right you don't know what it's like man living in a fucking crypt your whole life yeah also you're like evil you're thinking Say about it, right. it being Eve. Cheap. Eve. I'm getting the mob back together. Pitchforks, torches, we're oh. going after this fucking. No, no, we're done now. All right. Well. <laughs> I finished my drink. Um, there's another story. <laughs> and this one's about teens partying in the '70s, as Sick. they were wont to do. I mean, Bush Peach. Let's try see. it. How's try it. Taste? I made a cocktail with it the other day. It's really fucking good. That's really fun. I thought it was going to be more. No, it's syrupy. really fucking good. It's like that fucking apple. It makes me so annoyed. Drink Bush Light Peach. Sponsor us. Bush Light Peach, please. Fucking please, Only the dude. peach version, though. I'll also take apple. I'm not going to lie. It makes me fart weird, but that's fine. Or the corn. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm interested in the corn, but I'll just take a sixer. Thank you. Um, so, there were these dudes. They were, the party, they were partying in the cemetery. Going there, getting drunk, having a good time. Uh, And someone, like, told the story of the vampire. And supposedly these were some of the kids that tried to burn the crypt. Mm -hmm. So, like, during this, they're just, like, partying. They're being shitbags, being teenagers in the 70s. And they started fucking with this crypt. One of the guys was either just drunk or dared to go on top of the crypt. So mm. he goes on top, because you can kind of get onto it from this hillside. He's like, look at he me. He climbs on top, and he starts mocking the story. Like, he's, like, being a dick about I'm it. I'm a vampire. Blah, blah. Yeah, and he was, like, knocking on it, and, like, walking above the door of the crypt, and, like, being a dick. And as he was, like, at the crest of the crypt, <sighs> he screamed. Ah! Just, like, out of nowhere. And he fell, but all his friends said it looked like he was pushed mm-hmm. off the top of the crypt. So, he, you know, fucking fell off this fucking crypt. There's concrete right there. Whoa. He was either in a medically induced coma, or he put himself in a coma from the fall. Um, and he awoke in the hospital. But he awoke and was, like, screaming. 
like as though he also had night terrors like that other kid. Whoa. Yeah. So he starts yelling for the staff, possibly out of confusion, probably because it's fucking terrifying to have that fucking happen. Yeah. Or vampires. He wasn't screaming the entire time he was out, though. He woke up screaming like... He, he was just... He woke up screaming. Yeah, because yeah. he was in a and coma. People don't the scream staff. the whole time they're in a coma. screaming while you're sleeping, too. Yeah, but like, people don't scream when they're in a coma. coma. I've never been in a coma. I don't know. You've never watched ER? Hey, anyone I, I, in I a coma right now, can you tell me? It's like... That was um, not very nice. I did not mean that. That was insensitive. <laughs> Sorry about people in comas. <laughs> That's very insensitive. Um, so he starts yelling for the staff. And he's like super freaked out. Um, his decision in this moment was not to wait for hospital staff, and there's no reason given as to why he was so urgently like, I'm fucking out. But he made a break for the fucking window. And as the staff came in, they noticed he was climbing out the window, and he either jumped or fell to his death. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people think that he awoke and saw the vampire. Yeah, and, and tried that to run is away. so fucking scary to me. Yeah. So fucking scary. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. really like Freddy Kruegery. It is. Like he does seem to like whoever it is does seem to haunt. And I, I really like that. Like it's I don't like, want it to happen to people, but like it's very cool. Well, it's very uh fr- uh nightmare on Elm Street dream warrior. Especially that especially the that hospital, hospital thing. Yeah. And like I mean the kid's story is a little bit more goosebumpsy, like it's a little bit more playful in all the tellings of it. Like Yeah. I sort of just gave Scary it an stories overview, but tell it, in the dark type yeah, thing. Yeah, it seems like that's the thing that you tell your elementary school kid and then this is like the high school kid story kind of yeah. thing. Like my fucking thing went off. Again. And I don't know how to turn it back on. Oh no. I'm sorry, I'm fucking with my laptop. Damn, I was gonna get onto EVPs. No. Yeah, there are people who did like weird. What the fuck? Okay, I found it. I got it. All right, we're good. We're good. So there are a couple. There's a lot of YouTube videos about this, like exploring the cemetery, and I spent uh, way too much time on YouTube watching them. It was very fun. Cool. Um, I have all my source. If anyone wants it, there's like. A lot of hours, but if you do want to watch some of these, I'll throw them up somewhere in we my, like, sources. put them in the show notes for the sources. Yeah. They'll just be in and out there. Just look for YouTube. I don't fucking know. So Shane. Shane. You know Shane? Mm-hmm. Our yeah, good friend Shane. Guy. What's um, up? April 2020. Two. April 2022. They took a video in the cemetery, um, and it was silent. Well, she was there. She was walking around with her service dog, but, like, in the moment, she didn't really notice anything, any weird noises happening. But she did notice that her dog, who was a service dog and probably a very good boy, um, was really edgy and nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was not a thing that her dog ever really exhibited before. As they were going back over the footage, because they went there very specifically to film the spot, looking, like, ghost hunting. They were ghost hunting. Yeah. Um... In the background of her footage, there were audible, very odd noises that she was like, I did not hear those when I was standing there. Yeah, that happens a lot with, like, recording stuff. Yeah, and it it, later. it did a very familiar thing where it, like, ebbed and flowed. Like, it kind of came in and came out. Mm-hmm. Kind of, like, wave-likey. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, and hearing it was very strange. Cool. It is, it is real weird. You hear, you heard it in the YouTube thingy? Yeah, it's on the YouTube thingy. Wow. Yeah. Um, but there was this other, they did a little bit more of an in-depth investigation. It's, they're, they're another podcast, but they do do video stuff as well. They do, a, cause they 
ghost hunt is kind of their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're called Who's Ghost Stories, but it's H-U-Z. It's kind of just three, like, and I mean this with all due respect, three nerds fucking running around looking for ghosts. Yeah, that's what we would be. Yeah, and one of them is a uh, medium. Whoa. Yeah. Should What are they called now? What are they called? What are they called now? A sensitive. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yeah, a sensitive. Yeah, we just need a medium friend, uh, a sensitive friend, and that, that would be us. I think and we need to quit our jobs. includes more than mediumship. Well, yeah, because so really there's know. all kinds of different things that you could be, like, sensitive to. Like, there's, like, audio clairvoyancy and, like... I'm sensitive to people being mean to me, so, yeah. Me too. <laughs> we could just be sensitives in that. We could yeah, just be I'm sensitive. just sensitive. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah, yeah, yeah. yell at me. I'll cry. Yeah. Please... <laughs> Please don't even look at me. Usually I'll just cry if you do that. Um, actually, this weekend, multiple times, I almost cried because everyone was so happy. Not even me being happy. I was just watching other people being happy and just like... <laughs> yeah, you're sensitive, dude. I know. You can definitely hunt for ghosts. I know I know, I can. <laughs> I know I can. Um, so Whose Ghost Stories went and they got some really cool footage. And I do think that people should look it up. Um, so at the Vampire's Vault... They got a single orb. Orb. But they got multiple orbs on camera at the Witch's Circle. Whoa. Yes. They actually got more happening at the Witch's Circle than they did at the Vampire's Crypt, which, I mean, kind of makes sense. Yeah, because uh, circles are usually portals. Right. Actually, I didn't even say that whole fucking part when I was talking about Enzo. It's like, I had like this whole fucking thing. Mayhaps a portal? That's what I was supposed oh, to say. Oh, damn it. it. I'm sorry. I fucked it up. No, I fucked up. I should have just kept going with my notes instead of jumped around like an asshole. Um, but... Oh, one of the things that they mentioned that I literally just put this here because I thought you would find it cool, dude. Hell yeah. Um, they put flowers around it and they never said the name of the flowers, but apparently there were flowers intentionally buried near the, or planted, I'm sorry, near the witch's circle that signified not to touch. Like, there's a certain type of flower that is planted places, and they're like, do not disturb this area is kind of the symbolism, and I was like, that's fucking crazy. That's cool. I don't know what that is. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, I was like, maybe Sam will just give this to me, but... Nope, don't know. Apparently, these flowers were not planted anywhere else. Damn. Yeah, just near the witch's circle. In a circle, too? Near it? Okay. Yeah. Don't just kind of near it. Don't touch it. And yeah, it it was kind of frustrating because they said it. Well, they, they they did a wrap up in their car and they said it in the car, but they didn't like show the flowers either. And I was like, I just want to know what these are. So if anybody knows what they are, seriously, let us know. Reach out on Instagram or the internets and, and any other form. I want to know what the fuck this is. Um, but like I said earlier, there were pennies laid about. Um, laid mostly on the two burned stones near the circle, but also scattered just around the area. So Mm -hmm. some sort of ritual or laying to rest thing, I would imagine. Uh, they did do a few pendulum energy readings and that's where they verified the strange feeling inside or outside of the circle, as opposed to inside it, inside the circle, the pendulum was like straight down. Whoa. Yeah. Didn't really do much moving. Didn't really do much but when they were on the outskirts of it it was a very strange like oblong x shape almost like it was very chaotic yeah um but i also don't do pendulum reading so that's just what i saw um they also assessed some of the burn marks and these were the guys that said a lot of them were probably lichen 
but on that one tombstone that was burned worse than any other one, looked burned worse than any other one, they were like, that is not lichen. Yeah. Like, that is something weird and different. It's funny that it's called, like, it's lichen moss. Yeah. Fucking werewolves. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking weird. It's L-I-C-H-E-N, though. It's an I, not a Y. Oh, damn it. Yeah, because I kept hearing them saying it, and I went to look it up, because I was like, I know that. That's also pronounced lichen? I thought that was just lichen. I might be saying it wrong. I thought that was lichen. Lichen? I I could be wrong as well. We're not moss experts. Yeah. Well, you're... You are literally moss. That's not true. Oh, okay. You're covered in green, though. Yeah, I mean, just sometimes, though. Not all the time. But yeah, that's it. That's what I got. Cool. So what yeah. do you think? Um, I think that the... I want to go to the witches thing. Is the thing that like people don't seem to get as excited about, but I do want to know what's going on there, because it does seem like... It seems like the vampire grip is a fun story. And the witch's circle feels weird. Okay. So I, I like the idea of the witch's circles, circle more, but again, the Scott Mausoleum I just found today, and that is also seemingly a very chaotic, fun story of stupid idiots doing crime. Yeah. And I like that. Well, if you don't think that the vampire thing is really a thing, then why don't you go steal a ring? I just, it doesn't seem like they've fucked with anybody. Maybe because everyone's being, like, respectful of, like, the space. Because they're like, do not get on top of the mausoleum ever since that kid got thrown off the fucking mausoleum. Yeah. So I think people are just a little bit more wary. They also, they do this thing where, you know how people go to grave sites and they'll leave presents, even if they don't know them? Like, yeah. especially if there's, like, a story around it. They remove all of the gifts from the vampire crypt. I wonder how much cool shit they have well, they then. they do that with any... No, they don't. They, oh, yeah. No, it's like within like a day, it's gone. All right, so not Usually that fast, they like but... keep it there until it starts to look like kind of ratty yeah. or like you need to throw it out. It hit, it yeah, got so the elements too much. Like, yeah, fuck, we're not even entertaining this, but yeah, they get rid of everything from everybody at some point or another. Right, but it's a very intentional. You put it up, I'm taking it down. Yeah, don't fucking give them anything. Yeah, but I did see there were a couple of videos that did have like a bow or two on it. It was kind of cute. Cute. Dress it up after death. What do you think, though? I think it's all real. I think every bit of that is real. Yep. Okay, okay. Um, The dogs... The dogs I want to see. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's something that you need to go at a certain time of day to go see it, though. Maybe. I think you just need to be annoying. Like, you need to just be lingering. Yeah. Not annoying, like, hi, I'm here. But just sort of, like, hanging around. Like, it's like, you gotta be patient. That podcast didn't talk about the dogs at all? Or, like, seeing Mm -hmm. dogs? No, they mentioned them. Yeah. The dogs were, like, mentioned a lot, but there weren't really that many specific stories. I wonder what the dogs are supposed to be there for. just, like, a mention thing. Yeah, neither do I. When they mentioned them, they didn't even say what one of you said, where it was, like... Are they the witch's dogs? Like, no one's even yeah. really questioned mm-hmm. that. Like, are you protecting that Why site? Why do you hate dogs? Yeah, I mean... Why do these people hate dogs? That's the, what I want to know. The dogs, the dogs. The dogs could just be, like, weird, you know, protectors of the grave site, though. I feel like that's kind of what's happening, and it's weird, too. Because a lot of these folks that I was, like, reading their accounts and watching some of this stuff, they seem, like, well-learned on... 
supernatural paranormal shit. Mm-hmm. And none of them said anything like that. Maybe they, were, they just discredit the dogs even being real. Maybe. Like, I don't know. Who Let's knows? go make friends with one. I want to go meet that lady who saw them. She seems cool. Yeah, I don't know. I just want to meet the dog. I don't care about meeting a lady. Well, clearly they like her. <laughs> they came to her before. She can introduce you to the dogs. It's I don't a care. Big stretch. <laughs> All right. But well, yeah, that's it. That's, that's this episode. One day I'll learn how to end an episode without just going and we're done. <laughs> and that's it. Cool. Well, I think it's all real. I think it's real. I I fucking really want to go here. When yeah, I, let's go. When I went out to fucking Pittsburgh, I momentarily was like, Erie's really close. And I was like, I'm going to go. And then I was like, no, you fucking idiot. That is like not close to Pittsburgh. <laughs> Should have went to but, the blue, blue mist road. So I wanted, I didn't drive. I ended mm-hmm. up, someone else drove me. That was my plan was to go to blue mist road. Um, also Kecksburg is really close to there. We should just do a giant road trip. Yo, I'm going back to Pittsburgh. It's happening. I've never been there before. It's actually kind of fucking wild. Um, but like, I'm good. I'm going to Kecksburg. We're planning it. Yeah, let's go. I bought a bunch of Kecksburg shit, so now I'm really excited about the acorn. <laughs> go listen to our Kecksburg episode if you have no idea what I'm acorn. talking about. <laughs> cool. Uh, that was fun. It was really a fun thing to research. Vampires. Vampires. Hell yeah. And cool weird witches. Yeah. And like, science. Science! Yeah. Alright, well it's getting dark and it's hot as shit in here. Yeah, we should probably go away. All right. From you. You end it. All right, this is Area 215 signing off officially. This is the presidential seal of being <laughs> Um so I've noticed it. Area this, underscore proof. 215 on Instagram, area215pod at gmail.com. If you want to hit us up and say hello, uh, you can email us or you can just hit us up on Instagram. We tell respond us, to messages. Tell us what you think. Do you think these vampires are real? Do you want to make friends with them? Yeah, I definitely want to hear your thoughts about this. Do you want to steal a ring? Uh, Patreon.com slash area215 if you want some bu- 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 bonus shit. It's uh, literally just did a pretty cool. I think it was one of our best bonus episodes because we actually did get into like a very good conversation about some of the non-human biologic shit that's going on, some of this alien stuff. Yeah, if you want to listen to it, you have to be a Patreon member. It's $3 a month. But like with that, you get our weird bonus stuff that we like to do. Um, it's a little bit more casual than this, even though we're super chill all the time. <laughs> but you also get all the recipes for the cocktails and like whatever dumb shit we decide to add. I'm going to teach you how to make a liqueur. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you want that, seriously, do it. If you want to tip us, like, one time for just, like, doing this stuff, yeah, and being an inspiration. Yeah, yeah, it's easy. But if you want to tip us for being an inspiration to your life, uh, ko-fi.com slash area215. I think that's it. Yeah, that's That's everything. Cool, well, um... Tune in next time. Tune in next time. We're going to do something fucking cool. I don't know what we're doing yet. We should talk about it. Um... (laughs) Yeah, uh, but we love you, and then I'm um, love you, Thomas, motherfuckers. We love you, Kay. Goodbye. Go Remember eat. how you said you didn't know how to end a podcast? That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, go fuck yourself. <laughs>